Join Chris and Suzanne Vester today on Faith Family Fulfillment as they lead discussions on creating a strong bond and having a loving relationship through Christian values. Guests on the show share insightful stories and ideas to enhance a positive family upbringing and create trust in one another, as well as providing encouraging words of wisdom everyone should hear. And now, here are Chris and Suzanne. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Faith, Family, Fulfillment. I am your co-host, Chris. And I'm Suzanne. And we're alone again today. We are. Having a discussion about some things that we think are important based on recent conversation. Yes. So I'll pray soon we'll get started. All right. Father, we come to you today, as always, just humbled by your mercy, your grace, and who you are, and the way you show up for us even when sometimes we don't show up for you. We ask that you lead in God's conversation and that in the glory, you, in the story, you get all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So based on the conversation, a phone conversation we had this morning Mm -hmm. with our oldest, it sparked this idea of why you should sweat the small things. You know, we hear a lot of, hey, don't sweat the small stuff. But I think in relationship, there is importance, and you feel the same. Yes, in the details. Yes, small details. And not only are we encouraged to not think about those things, it's not reinforced. Like if if you're on social media at all, it's always the big stuff, the over the top, um, grand grand gestures, gestures. Yeah, grand gestures that people aspire to the most. Right. Nobody dictates or calls attention to the little things that that meant the most or the little things that or the small acts of service or different right. things that go into that. Talked about before um about taking love the love language test. I think that not to go back to that same subject. Right. I think if you've done that, then it lets you know what the small things are. Yes. It helps you define what small things need to be paid attention to on behalf of the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came about because our oldest called us today because she received a letter in the mail. She's a big letter writer. She writes a lot of letters and she's been that way. I don't know, probably since middle school. Well, it kind of started with um, my grandmother who just passed away this past February. She was 96. And I have tons of letters that she wrote me when I was away doing things, you know, in high school and then in college. And even after we got married Mm -hmm. and, because that's kind of a lost art because um, we don't all need to be our B. Sometimes we need to actually right. know how to write and the grammatical part of that. So I encouraged her to write letters to my grandmother and my mom because they don't live close to us. And I think that's kind of where it took off and got started for because sure. she loved getting mail. Like she still she, loves she's yeah. She would probably like for us to flash the address at camp <laughs> right now. So she can get mail. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not just her. I mean, um, Gabrielle and Shelby mm-hmm. the same way. They they both participate in letter writing and um, and love getting something tangible mm-hmm. in the mail that they can go back and reread and right. you know. So yeah. So she's communicated that to a gentleman that she's currently involved with, and he was paying attention mm-hmm. and wrote her a letter. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, basically letting us know how much it meant to her and mm-hmm. um, not giving us disclosure up to the content of the letter, but just how much that meant. 
because it was something they had had a conversation about mm-hmm. and they are, and it is long distance, mm-hmm. but it just struck this conversation between you and I about, you know, how in relationships, like if we did pay attention to the small things, I guess it's probably active service for her or is it quality time? Cause it's like, it's a little bit of both because it's, it takes time for somebody to do that. It's showing that you care. It's showing that you're paying attention. You're being super yeah. intentional. I'm not so sure it serves her, her, like directly serves her love language. It's just a matter of that's something that's meaningful to her. Right. And it wasn't given as an instruction. It was just done off of consideration right. more than anything else. Um, and she's a big journaler. You know, I think mm-hmm. the reason she's started journaling, all of our girls are big journalers, which I had taught them i know that came, that comes from your side but but i think part of the reason she like you said it they can go back and read like it, it's something that's tangible it's you don't have to scroll back you know 40 times on your phone to get to the text message it's you know it's something you can pull out and read and uh, recall emotions and it's just it, like it's cool to me that that's something that she participates in and wants other people to participate in um but she's like a, the letter writer in her friend group Mm-hmm. You know, and this isn't about letter writing. It's just about the small thing. And I think it goes to serve too, because right now you're in a, you're in a, a branding production that is te- all about storytelling. Yes. And I think um, when you have written word in the form of letters or journals or whatever, you also have the ability to retell stories right. and really showcase change um, that you may not have noticed right. you know, kind of like over time and the important parts of you know who, who you are, how you came to be, who you are and, and those kinds of things. And you don't know that unless you are kind of dialing in at least occasionally right. to the small things. Right. Cause if you're just looking at how you show up um, on a platform, that's really big. Right. That's not something that's um, going to be terribly granular. And I think sometimes the granular is, is really important. Sure. You know, you mentioned this whole storytelling project we're in on our, on our, in the family, you know, helping identify how our family and our business came to be. And there's been so many small stories. Like I heard a, to- a story yesterday from dad and that's, and I'm not going like, I'm not going to like it, the story will come out, but it was just a story that I didn't know. And I talked to Stephanie about it afterwards and she goes, yeah, I had no idea. Um, so even like even just one generation away, if we're not intentional about passing down what's important, the little things, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we and through this process, we've been able to share some little stories that made massive, massive impact about who we are individually and how the people that have led our led our family and founded our family, how they show up in our daily life, even though they're no longer with us anymore, mm-hmm. which is, again, about the small things, about mm-hmm. notating and paying atten- attention to the small things. So, for those that are listening, like how do you, like what's the way that you would recommend that they pay attention and sweat the small things in a positive way? Like we, you just said it, you know, it's all over social media. Don't sweat the small stuff. Well, there's sometimes we should. So, what should mm-hmm. be sweated? I don't even know if that's good grammar or not. Um, right, um, you it's can, good. It's you good. Can it's, okay. it's good. In mass, it's good. It's <laughs> good. counting. So, I think you have to to kind of look at people's behavior patterns a lot of times, if there's one thing that gets done consistently every single day by somebody, like if you're paying attention to your spouse, for example, one of the things that you do consistently 
every single day is like you, you set out your supplements for the day. You, you go through that routine, you walk the dog in the morning, you go through that routine. You, you know, have a certain way that you get yourself ready out of the shower. Like there's an order to all those little things. And if like, um, your body wash or, um, you know, a supplement that you take every day. I mean, just like paying attention to like really kind of like small detail things and meeting a need. And that's really basic, but just meeting a need before the need is voiced or vocalized because you see it as a repetitive pattern. Or if there's something that's very meaningful, like if, I don't know, Avery likes to take her morning walks and have her cup of coffee with her quiet time. And in her friend circle, somebody who went with her, on that walk or who made her coffee while she was doing something else or just like just really small seemingly insignificant ways to say i see you i hear you i love you i appreciate you in whatever form that takes and it would be different so person to person all right so you just mentioned how you how things you're paying attention to for me there's and, a long list i uh, sure because i'm how many months you are um at least I know. So, <laughs> but with, and you mentioned Avery. So in, in what ways, like, do I serve or not serve that purpose of paying attention to the small things? I'm not asking for honor. I'm just saying, where am I missing the mark? I'm not understanding your question specifically. So with Avery or in general? I mean, no, like with you, I'm asking for with you. This is about like us. Like, I'd like to know in what ways am I missing that or in what ways am I serving that well? The small things. The small things. Hmm. So you're really good in knowing things I like Mm -hmm. and things I really don't like. And when you do have one of those small show up gesture moments, it's really kind of big because that's really not your thing. Mm -hmm. You don't really, that's just not your thing. You're like a 30,000 view, 30,000 foot view thinker. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like our first Christmas together, and this has been a long time ago, but this is a really kind of like... Good. Yeah, that was a, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Our first Christmas together as a married couple, and people will probably cringe when I say this, but you bought me a sewing machine. Yes, I did. And while that would seem just awful, because I should note that like two years later, I got an amazing stand mixer, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it'd be kind of like, you know, why do you give your spouse a vacuum cleaner for Christmas? Well, I haven't never gotten a vacuum cleaner, but no. I haven't gotten appliances, but. I love to sew. It's something that I really enjoy. You know nothing about it, but you took it upon yourself to to do that. Go and learn. Right. And that that those kinds of gestures, like things that I'm interested in that you could care less about, you take the initiative to at the very minimum know the basics. Right. So, you know, it's I think you do that with our kids too. Because like Harry Potter's not your jam, but no. our youngest daughter. Yeah, has read Potter. the books about 25 times. Yeah, so we're going to the Harry Potter treehouse. Right. Um, but that seems big, right? I mean, it, maybe it's, I mean, you said it's not about the big gestures, but those to me seem big gestures. But in order to have that gesture, there were lots of small pieces. I mean, you had to pay attention to the fact that it was something I enjoyed, mm-hmm. that it was something that was important to me, that, you know, it was something that I was going to find great joy in, in the future, yeah, because you made it's, like yeah, you made a lot things. of Avery's clothes, mm-hmm. you know. And I think about like yesterday was you know, and something I learned through actually one of our guests, you know, Pastor mm-hmm. Keith and Miss Sheila, when they were on there about 
honoring on the day. You know, mm-hmm. yesterday was 346 months of us and um, didn't honor it yesterday. But thinking yesterday, I knew we were to record today. So I wanted to do it on, didn't know this is what we were going to be talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. So 346 months, I had that conversation with Stephanie yesterday. Today makes 346 months. She goes, really? <laughs> like, why do you know that? Well, it's on my calendar, so I'd never forget it. But I think even something small like that would be paying attention. And Avery said that today, mm-hmm. you know, she's, which is something that she's heard us talk about. And, and Pierce has heard Pastor Keith talk about it because he's that church. And she said, you know, if you think about it in high school, when things seem silly, you know, you always honor that month. Because I think, and then I, I got to thinking about that on the way to work. And it's like, well, part of the reason you do that in high school is because you don't see it being something maybe at the time you're not thinking about, okay, well, I'm going to honor the year. I got to honor the month because it may not last more than 60 days. I mean, you're kids, right? Or you're just marking milestones that you can relate to. Right. And it's relatable. It's right, mm-hmm. you know, the relatability of it. Um, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Well, it's just relatable. Like it's the of the month is a milestone. So it's it's celebrating the littles. Mm-hmm. You know, she said that today. She goes, I think if in the moment you celebrate the littles, right, then there's always something to celebrate. Well, think about the momentum that gives a relationship. If you're constantly in a mode of celebration, because in between those celebrations, there's going to be massive struggles. Like any any relationship's going to have struggles. But in those in-between moments, in the moments, the little celebrations, the little wins, you celebrate them in a big way, then maybe those struggles get a little bit smaller. Well, the small things are like riverbeds, Mm -hmm. small pebbles and riverbeds. That's the foundation of a riverbed. And small things that you can build on and revisit over time are foundational in a lot of regards. So I think it's important to think about the, the small things, celebrate the small wins, the victories, pay attention to the small things that are meaningful and, you know, that make the other person feel, yeah, okay, you're important. Right. You know? Yeah, I like that. The riverbed. That's a good analogy. Appreciate that. That makes sense to me. Appreciate just, it, yeah. So we, we've talked about it like among spouses. What mm-hmm. about children? Like, how do you, I mean, you said I do it with my kids because I pay attention, but I mean, how do you think people could like celebrate the small things and, and think about the small things with their children? Because to me, I focus on when I look back, I think about the things I could have done better, you know? Um, so I think about Gabrielle as she sees her and our relationship. It's me being constantly on her or I'm in a constant mode of correction. I think that's how she sees me. Is I'm the corrector, you know, and really it's because I know that she struggles with the same, a lot of the same things I struggle with or have struggled with. And it's just me offering, hey, this will help, you know. But it's you, not, you've never pulled over to the side of the room to her to get out of your car no, because you, she was <laughs> that's a youth being thing. bananas. That's a but, youth yeah. but if you look back and go, okay, well, I could have done it better paying attention to the small things so that course corrections mm-hmm. didn't seem so massive. Um, and I think offering it, you know, with, with her, she hates the comparison. You know, she's always hated the fact that she's called my mini me and she looks like me. And she's like, there's so many similarities in our personalities. And like, it's really, it's, she finds that despicable, <laughs> I think, in a lot of ways. I think she gets frustrated because she wants to have her own identity. For sure. Um, and really what I'm trying to reckon, get her to recognize is she has her own identity, but it doesn't mean we don't share struggles. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but if in the moment, helping her recognize how those small struggles could be, could end up being big. I think where I've missed it is helping her celebrate the small wins. You know, I mean, if we're talking about sweating the small things, it's really sweating the, like paying attention to the wins, mm-hmm. paying attention and focusing on the positive. And I think with your kids, you have to get, um, parenting is exhausting. It can be, yeah. You know, um, and when you're parenting a child who struggles with, um, executive functioning like Gabrielle does mm-hmm. or did she's gotten yeah, she's, way far, far better. She's, she's retrained kind of her patterns to her serve own. her like own her own. I will honor yeah. her in that way. She has recognized that that's an issue and said mm-hmm. this, I know the ways that I can help overcome that because mm-hmm. when she's on it, she is on it. Right? Yeah. But she has to have something to be working on. on. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise she sure. gets lost. But I think when you're in the middle of, of parenting, especially parenting littles, the exhaustion of the day-to-day can make you um, less able to pay attention to some of the things that your kids may be giving you cues on that are really important to them. And I think that, like you said, looking back, I think you have to, you have to make carving out five minutes to just take a breath and look at, okay, what can I do today that will be a, a good thing for tomorrow? Right. And I think that kind of goes across the board, but I think with kids, you, you need to just surprise them from time to time. And that doesn't mean shower them with, you know, gifts or things or, but experiences. So if, you know, it's been, you know, one of those things where, and I'll just reference Gabrielle, cause this is something that happened recently. So Gabrielle loves tacos and she loves cactuses. Like those are two things that she really loves. One she likes to look at, one she likes to eat all the time. So I was walking through a store a few weeks ago and they had cactus taco holders. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So, <laughs> and it was like, you know, it was the $2. It's not a huge expense, but I was like, man, she's going to love that. You know, and she was so excited to get that as, you know, just a little thing. Yeah. And I think those, while that is a material recognition, but I think those little things, when you, go, man, they really are going to like that. I think, um, I think I give good gifts. I think I give thoughtful gifts. Yes. And I think that um, part of my thought process in gifting things to other people is, you know, what, what, are they going to, you know, are they going to like it? Are they going to use it? Is it going to be meaningful to them on other than just the surface? Like, Oh, I gave you a gift. You know, is that going to be something that they're going to, to treasure? Um, and use. And I think when you're looking at little things with your kids, your spouse, extended family, you kind of have to ask those same questions. Is it going to be, you know, is, is my gesture, is my gift, is my acknowledgement recognition, is it going to be treasured? Is it going to be, you know, meaningful? Is it going to be something that they look on fondly? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I, I think that the only way we can do that is, is by having those intentional one-on-one time conversations where you get to know what makes somebody else tick. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, like, you know, Steve, he talks, Steve Weatherford talks about how he wakes his kids up. And it's just occurred to me when you said that, like he wakes his kids up by speaking truth over them, you mm-hmm. know, proclamations over them. But I think, you know, what what's also important and it literally just came to me and like our kids are grown. I think one of the best things you probably could do is at the end of the day, recap the day. I mean, you said, you know, what can I do to make it better? But if if I was going to go back and do something different, if at the end of the day, 
recapping the pop, like recapping, hey, what went well for you today? You know, we talked about the hollow buffalo, like we have talked about on the podcast before. But if you can make that a practice, that'll give you a lot of clues as to this because you are paying attention to the small things, but it'll actually give you reference points to what to pay attention to in the future and how to honor the small things. Because what they see is the daily win, what happened for them on the daily, whether it be your spouse, your kids, or even people at work, you know, that you're close to in the leadership or team members. But if you know what's important to them, because you're having those type of conversations, those those conversations where you're the one asking questions, it leaves clues as to how to honor them, how to how to pay attention, what are the small things that mean the most, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's like there's no way that you have any, if you spend any time around AV and have real conversation with her, you will know very quickly that letters are a big thing. Mm-hmm. But I would go so far as to think that's probably one of the only letters that she's gotten from anybody she's been in a relationship with. I don't know. That would require a lot of thinking on my well, part. And the reason I say that is because she's never talked about anybody sending her a letter before. Mm. Right. She's not, like not a guy. Mm. I mean, she gets letters from her friends. We know that right. sometimes they come to the house and she's gotten letters from your grandmother, mm-hmm. your mom, but from a dude. Right. right? That's, I, I can't think of another time. Mm-hmm. So it had to be important, but it's because he was paying attention, mm-hmm. you know? So closing thoughts. I don't know. I have any closing thoughts other than it's, it, you need to think about those small things. Yeah. Sweat the small things. Yeah. Not in a, not in a psychological way. Right which I think sometimes that's kind of where that phrase comes from. And people tend to translate it across mediums that it doesn't belong in. But I think it's important. And you just said something about letter writing. And I remember, um, and this has really been a long time ago when you were hiking, mm-hmm. I still have the letters that, are, that you wrote me. Yeah. I ran across the journal that I kept while I was there too mm-hmm. recently. And I look, and I can read back on those letters and I don't probably do it often enough, or maybe I should, not do it very often, <laughs> but I, I can read back through those. And so you'd ask yourself, what happened to that dude? No, oh, okay. no, I don't ask that question. I have asked that question <laughs> on occasion, but, but no, like across the board, I don't ask that question, but I can look back on those and I'm like, okay, there are things that we did then that we do now. And if we weren't being intentional about it, then they would have like far gone by the wayside because there were no text messages. And I mean, email was like in its infancy right. when we were in that season of life. Right. It was a matter. I, I was thinking about that not too long ago. Um, my brother, Matt and his wife, Sarah live in Asheville and they were out. And I was thinking you know, if, if cell phones were, had been a thing when you were hiking, how much different that experience would have been for you because you oh, wouldn't yeah. have gotten nearly as much out of it yeah, internally. 100%. It would have been a much different experience. Because um, we allow ourselves to be distracted too yeah. much. I was out there 43 days and the only distraction I had was my inner salt. Like I told somebody, you really, you have no idea how much you talk to yourself until you spend 43 days alone. <laughs> like it's a lot of self-conversation. The only thing I had was a radio, you know, and I remember like distinctly, it's not say we were closing, but you brought something up. It was when the OJ run from the police That's right. it was, was happening. Yeah. And I was laying in a bunk on the trail. This was the Appalachian trail. And I was in Northern Tennessee when this was happening, I believe. 
no, your brother was with me, so I was in the Great Smokies. Mm-hmm. And I remember laying there listening to a radio station that was broadcasting NBC TV. And they broke in, and OJ was running. And I remember, I mean, there was like three or four people that were like in that same you know, camping lean-to. That's a three-sided building that the park, you know, they put them up there every so often. And I sat up. I was like, guys, OJ Simpson's running from the law. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. Uh, but yeah, that, that was the only technology I had was just, you know, a set of headphones that, you know, that was the only contact you had really from the outside world. But yeah, that experience would have been much, much different if I'd had FaceTime. Mm. You know, it would have been um, nowhere near the same um, because I think out there I dealt with so many things from childhood and growing up and relationship with you. And I mean, there's just a lot in that. 43 days and of self-reflection. There's a lot that goes on. Yes, yeah, it's, it's neat that you go back and look at those and say, you know, we still do some of those things. But that's where we learned them. We learned them in, out of necessity. Yes. Because yeah. I think things are easy. Yeah. Or they they're not easy. Life's not easy. No. But it, they're they're just more convenience and readily available. Yeah. So the lesson to take away, if there's any takeaway, pay attention to the small things. We said sweat the small things, but not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. And really, it's the small things and how can you make them positive? Turn them into a positive. Is that what you would yeah. say the takeaway is? For sure. Cool. For sure. I, I know you're a little bit snotty. Yes. Can you pray us out? Like, you, know, mm. you can do it. Yeah. Okay. Lord, thank you for giving us the opportunity to sit down and reminisce to a degree and share some of the things that we have found valuable over the time that we have spent together. Let it fall on the ears that need to hear it and help it spark conversations to really grow and improve relationships across the board. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Faith Family Fulfillment brought to you by Chris and Suzanne Vester. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Chris and Suzanne on Instagram at H-V-A-U-T-O-C-O-O and Suzanne.C.Vester. That's at S-U-Z-A-N-N-E dot C dot V-E-S-T-E-R. 